Okay. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Cheers. Alrighty. Cheers. Let's start this thing. Hey, welcome to Comic Culture, the radio show. The, ooh, whoa. Podcast. The podcast, podcast. That talks all things comics. I'm Walt. I'm Chris. Hey, and today we're, 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 we're revisiting... The concept. We, we, the concept. Of looking at price guide values, uh, top, top values of the last year. Right. So we now, did uh, a few weeks back, maybe a month back, we did uh, the Silver Age. Yes. For the Overstreet Price Guide, the top 50 Silver Age books. Right. And I did my guru call... As to whether or not you should buy it or not. Or no, hold it or, or sell it. If hold you it or sell it. But we'll, we'll, we'll buy it too. I guess we can include that too. Well, we should. All right. Now, caveat here. The, the I think the word caveat's enough. I like that, yeah. Uh, uh, is that we're going by overstreet prices. Yes. Which may not be accurate, which gives me the out of being able to make the call based on the overstreet prices, and- not based on... Some asinine price that thing got three days ago. And regardless, you know, you're taking it into your own hands if you're really going to listen to us. Yeah, exactly. We, we assume no responsibility. That's right. The caveat there is yeah. that we have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. No, we really about. don't. Um, so this is the what, – what guide is this again? So this is the 2122, uh, 2021-2022, 51st edition of Overstreet Comic Price Guide. I might, I might point out that you're looking at the big, big one, too. Chris. I got the big, big one. The big, big one. That's uh, what... Uh, is that usually how you started your dates? <coughs> hey, yo. Hey, Chris. This show uh, is fueled by uh, none other than Sapporo Premium Beer. Sap- Way from out far east. Far east. Far east. <laughs> We're talking past Stony Creek, far east. <laughs> We're going uh, way well, east. It, actually, it's... Uh, uh, it's actually west. It's uh, this one's made in Guelph. Oh, is it made in Guelph? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I yeah. didn't know it was made in Guelph. It's, no, it's imported from Guelph. Well, it says Sapporo Brewing Company, Guelph, Canada. I'm I'm pretty sure it's imported from Japan. Well, right. Or is it just made in? Uh, anyways, you just ruined my day. I think. Did I? Anyway, oh, cheers, cheers, Sapporo. It's still delicious. It is. It's wonderful. And uh, it's fueling our show at the top 25 Bronze Age comic books as listed by the Overstreet Price Guide, the 51st edition. I am going to make the call. You're going to make the call. Whether it's a buy or a sell. All right. And Listen. then I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> oh, boy. He's really going to give it to you tonight. It's, uh, I'm a little scared, to be honest. Okay. What do we got? Let's, uh, <sighs> let's get started here. We got... All right. Uncle Scrooge number one seventy nine. Uncle Scrooge number one seventy nine. Correct. Now, now it had a it had a twenty twenty price of these are all near mint prices mm-hmm. twenty twenty price of nine hundred fifty dollars and a twenty twenty one price of nine hundred fifty dollars. There's so a it, reason for that because it's Uncle Scrooge one seventy nine. Right, and because Overstreet doesn't like to put negatives. Oh, really? Yeah, not really. No. No. Well, this so, is a zero percent. That's right. So, what's so, like what's so special about Uncle Scrooge one seventy nine? Well, they, they were only I think they were only available in the three packs, I believe, and they're very rare. And, and they're the Whitman. They're the Whitman. Whitman yes, um, I think they're the ones that were only available in the three packs. Okay, and they're super duper rare. And but unfortunately, the buyers for it are super duper rarer. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm talking uh, about rare, 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 rare. And, and and the person 
that does buy it because they're super duper rare is just a few years back behind right. everybody else. Right. Right. So yeah. that is a sell. That is a sell. I agree with that. That is a sell. Funny animals. Um, hard, hard, hard to hard to sell these days. Random I mean, scarcity based if, on some sort of. If you can get nine hundred fifty dollars for yours, I say go for man, it. Man, I'm going to give you mine to sell for me as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's a sell. Okay, number twenty four. So I'm working from the bottom up. You're working from the bottom up. Working you, from the bottom. Uh, up. I heard you like doing that. Okay. <laughs> hey yo. Uh, Next one, number 24, is Batman 232. Oh, Chris. What a great book. Great book. Uh, that is a Bronze Age mega key to me. Yes. That has almost all the check marks. Almost all the check marks. Top character, Batman. In, in, in a pedic- number two title in collecting. Yep. Batman. Top artist. Top artist, Neil Adams. Right. Major introduction of a villain. Right. Fantastic, iconic cover. Right. It has all the check marks. Yeah. That is a hold. That is a buy. That is a a great long-distance book. And, you know, remember the Bronze Age? And and, and by the way, that was also written by Denny O'Neill. Denny O'Neill. Yeah, Denny O'Neill. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's another, that's a big one, right? So, But remember, we talked about how our writers don't really matter. Well. For value. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um. Remember when we did the Silver Age? I was shitting on the um, uh, the DC resurrecting ones, like Showcase Twenty Two, yeah, yeah, Showcase yeah, Four, yeah, yeah, and Brave yeah. and Bold. Well, this is a pure Bronze Age, like early Bronze, Fifteen Center. Yeah, um, but this is uh, an introduction, a, 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 like a clean new introduction. Right. It's right. not a, not a recurring character. Not, not a nineteen forties. This is Rajah Ghul. Yeah, Rajah Ghul. And would you put Raj Al Ghul in the top five villains of Batman? I don't know about top five, but top ten. Okay, top ten. Well, okay, come on. All right, I'm not going to argue with you. Penguin, Catwoman. Penguin? Raj Al Ghul or Penguin? Yeah, Penguin's way higher than... Okay, how about Riddler? Absolutely higher than Riddler. Jeez, you're tough. Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, Scarecrow. Scarecrow? I think so. Eh, what do you know? Anyways. Anyways. Um... Yeah, so he that that's a buy. Okay, that's a buy. So if you can get that for a thousand bucks, you should buy it. Absolutely. Okay. At, at a nine two, at a near mint minus. Now it was nine hundred dollars last year, one thousand now. So eleven percent increase. Eleven percent increase. Boom. Done. I like it. Okay. Batman two fifty one. Two fifty one is different. Right. Two fifty one has everything the two thirty two has except the new character. The most important Ingredient in my mind. Yeah, I agree. It's which is the introduction of a character, right? But its cover technically is more iconic because it's the classic Neil Adams Batman cover. Maybe, maybe for sure, top five Joker covers of all time. I yeah, I would probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, well, I got you. Okay, would you put Detective Eight Eighty as a top five Joker cover? That the, one with all the little bats that make the detective head? Ah, you know what? No. Oh, that's an awesome I don't cover. love it. I don't love it. I know the one you mean. I don't love it. How can um, you not love that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, what uh, is your problem? I have a lot of problems, but... Yeah, okay. uh, one of them is you don't like Detective uh, 880. Well, that's, that's a minor one compared to everything else. That's what you say. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think everybody... I, there's something about that cover. I don't think it's that clever. I don't think it's that great. Uh, anyway, okay. So... My point is 251 bats is top five. Yes. Okay, I agree. Yeah, top agree. five. Yep. 
Joker covers of all time. Yeah. Done by Neil Adams. Yeah. Uh, absolute iconic classic iconic cover. cover. Yeah. In the Batman run. Yeah. It just doesn't really give you anything inside like that's. No, for, but for, it is a classic for, cover, which, yeah. I mean, that's what people buy books for now because. Yeah, they're... I know. I know. So I'm a little bit. I'm going to say a buy, but at a quarter of the enthusiasm. Okay. Or in the words of Robert De Niro a- acting as Al Capone. Enthusiasms. Enthusiasms. A quarter of the enthusiasms of uh, me uh, plugging 232 Batman. So now, now, 251 is actually higher in value, according to the guide, right. than, two, than 232. Right. So if you had the choice, which one would you rather 232 buy? 232 all day long for me. Okay. Right. Me too. I agree. Right. I agree. But 251 has almost all the ingredients. Right. It's a fantastic book. Yep. For a th- you know what? You can't buy anything comic-wise for a thousand bucks these days. <laughs> Think about it. I, you get a high-grade Bat 251 for a thousand bucks, you jump on it all day. Yeah, I agree. All day. All right. All right. Uh, Batman 227. Mm. Chris, that's for me one another rung below the other one. Right. So... On the hierarchy ladder, it has everything the 251 has. Iconic cover, Neil Adams in the Batman run, yep. but it doesn't have Joker on it. No, it does so not. It's, well, it's a lesser, and it's an homage it's an to homage. the great number 31 detective. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But it's an homage. Yeah. Right. So, so, so should it really be on the, uh, should it be on the list? Okay. 232 all day long, I'm running, I'm yelling at you to buy it. Right. Two fifty one. I'm telling you, okay, buy it. It's it's, you know, it's a safe. It's easy. Two twenty seven. I'm literally on the fence. Well, it's funny because again, now remember, I'm going in order, so yeah. th- that means that this one, the two twenty seven, is valued higher than the other two. I know. And yet, you and I would both buy the two thirty two every day before and then those the two fifty one before this one. Right. Right. Oh yeah, all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And then the two twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, but I still say it's a borderline buy. It's just on the cusp of the buy. Yeah. Because it's in that Batman run. It is Neil Adams. It's an absolute classic cover. It's yeah. an homage to the Golden Age. Yep. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Right? Yeah, but, I agree. But it's close. Yep. Yeah, I right? agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, here's an interesting one. Which I think, oh, another Batman? No. Uh, different company now. Uh, I think the values may be already a little skewed um, for this one. Incredible Hulk 180. Ooh, 180. 180. Yeah. Now, this is it has it has a list as number 19 because there's actually three that are tied for 19. So this one is valued at fourteen hundred dollars, uh, whereas last year was a thousand bucks. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say if you can buy it for fourteen hundred dollars, I would go buy it. All, all day, day long. long. All day long. Because it's uh, you, you probably won't find first, it for that. It's first appearance of Wolverine. For, first cameo of Wolverine. Well, okay, cameo, it's still an appearance. Well, it is, but I mean, it's not considered to be the first appearance. It's not considered to be the first full appearance, but first it's considered to be the first appearance. Okay, fine. Yeah, cameo. Yeah, all right, all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you, see, you see how always one-up me. Is that how this goes <clears> on? <throat> You know, here we are trying to have a lively. I know. Nice, hey, here nice, we are trying to have a lively, bouncy conversation. Conversation. And I you just got to. You just got to. I got to pull. Yeah, pull the. I'll be the alpha male here. Is that right. it? I uh, get. Hey, I see how this hey listen. Why don't we have a little drink of? Um, yeah, I think what, I need one. What else, Chris? Are, are we drinking today? Uh, today we're also drinking 
Jameson Irish whiskey. Jameson Irish whiskey. Yeah, I think it's, if, if anything can start an argument, <laughs> yeah, the cause and solution to all of life's problems is Jameson Irish whiskey. And then we go over to the wife. Where are we drinking? We find it. Anyways. So, Hulk 180 $1,400. That's a, a buy. That's a buy. That's a buy. I know it's already ran past that because since the guide. Um, but that's an interesting book because um, you know, given that book and we haven't done the modern age or copper age yet, but um, you know, that bodes well for a book, let's say like Amazing Spider-Man 299. Yeah, absolutely. Which has been poo-pooed on uh, and, and, and neglected yep. forever. Yep. Uh, but it, it brings way more venom than 180 Hulk brings Wolverine. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So not to get off on a tangent, but uh, same principle, though. So we have to go... Uh, buy all day long. Uh, buy all day long, yep. for sure. Uh, next one, we have DC 100-page Super Spectacular number 5. Is that the romance one? You know what? I think so. Hold on. Number four, Chris, is that uh, classic Bernie Wrightson um, uh, gargoyle cover, the black, you know, just like who doesn't want that in high grade, that, that, um, you know, the very kind of gothic, macabre, uh, do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know the one I'm sorry. That's number four. I think five, I think, was the reprint of the romance stuff. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. that is totally super rare. Is. But they're all reprints. There are, they're, yeah, they're all reprints. I don't really know what the big deal is, other than it being a little bit rare. But yes, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, that's like a heritage. That's on the list. The same reason that that uh, Whitman is on the list, right? That's a heritage placement that was been on the list 30 years ago and I think it's just kind of filtering down through the ranks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that'll poop out the end. I uh, agree. S- uh, sometime soon. Um, it's a buy for me because I'm a romance comic right. guy but I don't think it's a buy for anybody as a it's going to ignite for resale Anytime two soon. years from yeah. now type thing. Well, I, just, I just don't see it. I think it's going to continue to climb down that ladder of those 25 until it gets flushed out the end. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, uh, the other... So, 180 went from $1,000 to $1,400. And this uh, spectacular number five went from 1375 to 1400 So, it went up 25 bucks. Ooh. Right? So, wow. Yeah. Not no, a whole lot of gain uh, there. Yeah, that, that, that's, you know, that, that's, like I say, a legacy heritage type of listing that just like, you know, we talked about in the golden age, all those ducks. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There used to be 17 of them in the top 100, yeah. and then there was 11 of them, and then there's nine. Now there's only two of them, yeah. and, you know, eventually, yeah. unfortunately, there'll be none. Zero. Um, yeah. So same thing here. I think that's going to get flushed out at the end. Absolutely. Uh, then we have Amazing Spider-Man 101. Woo! That's, that's a at, buy all day long. That's at $1,400 as well. All day long at 1400 if you can get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the reason, of course, is... Hey, never mind that great cover. It's no, got a nice, strong... Awesome I think it's Gil Kane. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got a super strong cover. Uh, not iconic by any means. No. But a strong cover. Yeah, a yeah. A great cover. Um, major first appearance of a, a villain. A, uh, Morbius. Yeah, embedded in, you know, the the title of titles yep. to collect. Yeah, uh, You know, the... Well, the, and there's a Morbius movie coming right. out. Right. Well, part and parcel, right, but... 
that you know that the only thing more fun I, what's more fun here, here, here I got a question okay if you had a million dollars million dollars and somebody said to you Chris yep. this is a million dollars but I'm only going to give it to you if you can play and enjoy okay and I'm not talking about going out and getting nine eights right but getting nine twos sure I want, but you have to pick and I'm going to give you three years okay um, or nine twos, eight O's. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, high grade, high grade, not, high grade not, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you have to pick. Go out and find the top fifty villain introductions of either Batman mm. or Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Who would you uh, hunt down? Uh, my, well, but not for resale because you, no, you no. can't kind of resell them. So you, you, I, you can resell are them. Are we basing it on cover alone? No, just for the fun. Just oh, for the... well, for sure, like, you know. It would be Batman for you, I think. Uh, no, I would start with Mysterio for, Super, for Spider-Man. Oh, you'd be a Spider-Man guy. No, no, you have to pick one, t- like one, oh, one character. One character. One character. Either Spider-Man villains or Batman villains. I'd still, go with, I'd still go with Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd still go with me Spider-Man. I, like, I, like... I mean, the Batman villains are worth more. You know, I have a problem with Batman villains. I don't know what it is. I think because they're so the the bulk of them are so old. Yeah. I, I, I find I find there's a, a bit of a disconnect. Yeah. I mean you can't get the first Catwoman or the first Joker yeah, because it's two hundred thousand dollars. Right? right? Yeah. I'll never own them. So um you know, and, and okay, you could say well you could get the, the first appearances in the Silver Age. Eh, it's yeah, it's not quite the same. I know, I know. You got to almost start with Mister Freeze and up. Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. Well, right? But because uh, even a, a penguin, first appearance at a four was probably six, seven thousand. Easily, now, right? easily. You know, so, so I think I'd still go with Spider Man. I mean, yeah. I mean, my my favorite villain of all time is Mysterio. So, right. So I'd have to go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a lot of fun. And yeah. and the great part about it is there's tons of them. Yeah, yeah. Absolute tons of them. Yeah. And you know, one of the better ones. I don't know if 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 Morbius is a top ten Spidey villain or not. I think he'd be close to it. Close to yeah, it, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's, he's right at that cusp. There's he's some... not a top five. No, no, he's not top five. He's certainly within the top ten. But then you know, Marvel did the Marvel thing and they turned him into an antihero later. And, yeah, you know, they, but they've done the same thing with Venom and right? Punisher, Punisher, and, and that kind of stuff. Anytime a character really clicks, yeah, they seem to like to turn it on its head and make him a good person, right? right Harley right. Quinn, they did the same thing yeah. with. Yeah. Right, so, but all day long, all day long, Spidey One Hundred and One is a buy. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got uh, Iron Man Fifty Five. I am Iron Man Fifty Five. I am Iron, Iron Man. Man. Hey, sorry, sixteen hundred dollars is what it's selling. That's for. the first Thanos. First Thanos, or as they say in other parts of the world, Thanos. Thanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as my buddy in Australia calls him. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. I like that. Um, so. 0% increase from last year. Here's the thing. <laughs> Boat sailed on that one. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Endgame. Endgame. Endgame came, Endgame went, Thaddeus came, Thaddeus went. Yep. Uh, which is the story of your dating life. <laughs> Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, you come and then you go. Yeah. Like all things in life. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the crescendo, the, the max, the peak, the, 
the the you know the spec the desire for uh, Iron Man fifty five has played out already. Right. Right. And because uh, Overstreet doesn't like to trend backwards, no, they just like to keep things at zero. Is that really fair, though? I mean... That's not fair. Like, it should be going down. I don't know. Anyways. They're always... They're eternal optimists over there at Overstreet. Geppi and his boys uh, and girls. Um, So $1,600. Buy, sell, or uh, hold on to it. I don't know, Chris. Like, let me defer to you. So Thanos, because of... Thanos in printed media, Marvel Comics... Excuse me, that's that you. No, I think that was a Sapporo. Yeah. I can tell. That was Sapporo, for sure. That was sure. a Sapporo. Yeah. Coming back up at me. Well, Jameson's helps to settle that. That's right. You need to have more that's of that. Right. I would have two or three of those already without that Jameson. Uh, so thank you, Jameson. You're, you're welcome, yeah. Um, so Thanos in the cinematic universe is ten times the villain he is in the comic universe. Right. Right. Because uh, in the cinematic universe, he was the number one villain. He Absolutely. was the apex villain yeah. in all of Marvel dumb. So far. So far. Yes. The absolute number one villain in all of Marvel. You cannot tell me that through no. comic history, Thanos is the number one villain. He's not. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. So, my point is, comics influence, sorry, uh, media influences comics yes. a lot. So, I'm still thinking that that, that, it's, that's a cheap price for um, a villain of, of that much stature. Well, here, here's what I'm going to say. What are you going to say? I, I think it's still worth it. I think that it still has legs on it. Yeah. I think if... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they return to Thanos for whatever reason mm-hmm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if, he, if there's a whiff of him returning... In a movie 10 years from now, that price is going to skyrocket. Absolutely. So. And I think it's still worth it at that price. Yeah. I don't think you should. For me, that's a hold price. Yeah. I don't know if I'd buy it at that price, but it's certainly a hold price. Yeah, if I had it, I wouldn't sell it. Right. I think there's still room. Uh, I may buy it. Uh, That's a tough one. I, I don't. It's not a sell. No. That's a tough one. It's not a sell, but I'm not sure if it's a buy. Yeah. But it definitely is a hold. Well, and, and now now our listening listeners might be saying, well, if you're going to hold on to it, if you're going to say it's going to go up in price, then it should be a buy. Okay, then fine. I'm just saying. It's a buy then. But I, I, I agree with what you're saying. It, it kind of depends because, you know, it depends on what we ha- how much money we have in our pocket. Right. And what, what, we, what other books we have available to us. Right. You know, is that going to be the book I go out and buy right away? Or am I going to find that uh, that well, incredible whole I, I, think, I think the way we treat these, Chris, is the only way we can treat these is a guy walks in wherever you are and offers it up to you at that price. You've got to make that decision at that moment whether you're buying it or not. Um, then I would say yes, it's a buy. i got to have to agree with you. Yeah. I think it's a buy. Begrudgingly, I say that you should not let that one go only because – it, the market is lukewarm on it right now. Yeah. For any reason, maybe that's the best time. To buy. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, all right. Uh, number 17. We're at uh, Hero for Hire. Hero for Hire number one. Hero for Hire number one. Hero for Hire number one. Now, this is, of course, the first appearance of Luke Cage. 1972. Yep. 
So very black exploitation cover. Yep. Um, and what's the value of that at nine two? Sixteen hundred dollars. Now that's gone up sixteen percent from last year, up from thirteen seventy five. So I think there's still a lot of room on that. I like that book. I would I would buy that book. Yeah. In a heartbeat. I like that book. Yeah. That's a great book. Um, I think what adds to it. Go ahead. Black cover. Yep. Tough and great. Yep. Now, yeah. So the 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 border is black. Yeah, that's what you're getting. At. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not yeah, the yeah. character. Okay, yeah, black, black character. You know, I guess just in general, um, he wasn't the first. Was he the first Marvel African American character to have his own title? Because Black Panther had his own title in '77. Falcon never really had his own title. Not until the uh, 80s. He had a miniseries. Yeah, miniseries. Um, uh, other than, well, you know, Black Panther, he was in those, um, like, uh, Marvel premiere. And yeah, Jump but and, he was a headliner in, in a anthology title. Right. It's different. Yeah. I'm talking about the masthead saying the name of the character. I think, I think it would probably, probably be Luke Cage. Yeah. Or Hero yeah. Fire So, uh, you know, in, in that sense, it's a historic uh, comic. Yep. Um yeah, and I think the character's strong. Oh yeah, uh, above and beyond, physically strong. Just as a strong character, great character, um, lots of potential to the character. Yep, uh, that's a buy. All right. Uh, now we've got uh, Tomb of Dracula number ten. What value? Uh, value is sixteen fifty. It's uh, number sixteen. Ah, oh, that's a buy all day long. Blade, the Vampire oh, Slayer. Oh, first Blade. That's right. Yeah. I just couldn't remember what it was. Okay, first was Blade, the Vampire Slayer. Buy all day long. Yeah, uh, all day long. Yeah. That's a great book. Great character. Uh, some of these books, like that one, like Thanos, maybe this one even more so, uh, benefits from the fact that uh, uh, he's already been in in, in theatrical movies. Uh, the Wesley Snipes yeah. series yeah. was well received, but it yeah. was kind of done. Off, you know, off Broadway in a right, way, right, right, right. Like by mean, yeah. uh, you know, smaller production companies yep. type thing, and um, on smaller budgets. Uh, yeah, that's a great character. Great character. Um, you know, you know, it's funny. I, I would say, if you break it down, Chris, and I, I could be wrong here because I don't know, yep. but I'm going to just guess. Yeah. And I'm going to go with my guess. Okay. So my assumption, I'm going with my assumption until somebody, or hopefully you can prove me wrong. Okay. Um, out of the whole uh, literature, you know, the old Universal Monsters stuff of the old folklore. Yeah. Uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, Werewolf, all mummy, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. A mummy. Um, I think this may have been the greatest original creation out of that universe. Oh, like, like stemming from those stemming type of, from types those of characters. characters. I, I can't think of a, a character within the Frankenstein universe that, say, Marvel or DC has come up with, uh, uh, or or the werewolf. Well, werewolf had a werewolf by night had yeah he had a, a villain a werewolf run, by night yeah. yeah so werewolf by night had but werewolf by night was tomb of Dracula. Well, Dracula is. Dra- but I thought you always talking about Blade himself though. Yeah, no, Blade. Blade came out of Tomb of Dracula right. as a hunter of Dracula. Right. Right? 
but that was an original concept, Marvel concept, I believe. Right. Oh, so I there, there wasn't okay. a Van Helsing is is from tradition. Right. 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 But Blade is, is 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 brand new. Brand new. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if we can compare him to Moon Knight in the sense that Moon Knight may have just been a a character introduced because Marvel wanted to introduce a new character and introduce them in Werewolf. Did they, or did, was it, what did was he it just, just, was it for just, Werewolf? Was, well, I think it was meant to be for Werewolf, and then it was a hit, right? So Yeah, good point, good point. Like, so there you go, then there's two. Then yep, maybe Blade yep. is number two, but anyway, he's up there. There's no, no, uh, no good characters in uh, Marvel's version of Frankenstein? Well, can you think of one? Or The Living Mummy? Can I can't think of any, I can't but. think of one either. But Werewolf spawned a great creation yep. in, in Moon Knight, and uh, Dracula spawned a great creation in Blade. Yeah, interesting. Um, so uh, I add by all day long. All right. Okay, next one. Uh, I'm going to lump these all together because basically the price guide does as well. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Star Wars 2, 3, and 4 with a 35 price price variant. <clears throat> oh, these are beautiful. I get to talk about these, Chris. I I'm not sure I even knew that there was a 35 price cent price variant for those. I knew there was for number one. Yeah, no, I I knew. I don't know if I knew that. Okay, well you do now. I do now. Well, the good news is this: for the last 12, 13 years, yep, I've been shitting on the 35 cent price variant. Yep, yep. And since I started poo pooing it, it's probably increased in value about tenfold. Nice. So. Just goes to show the power of uh, my uh, reasoning, um, but it's it's all about manufactured scarcity. It's all about right. scarcity that isn't really scarcity, but it is scarcity. It's all about that goddamn stamp that has the misprint. Yep. It's all about the misstriked coin. Yep. It's all about the Canadian price variants yep. being a tenth rare. It's all about the. The the price variant in test markets to see if public will buy. Look, even the in, increased uh, even in uh, you know even in toys, it's prototypes and right. stuff like that. So, right? so so you're getting the exact same comic yep. as you are with the thirty center, but it's got a thirty five cent price. Right. On. So so it's it's different. Yeah. So it's different. Yep. And it holds the value. I still don't like them. Well, whether you like them or not, I old. say that they're sells. No. You would have said the same thing about Star Wars number 135 price. We are getting to that eventually, unfortunately, in this list. Yeah. So I was just warming up. So these ones are now selling for $18.50. Now, the only way I'm I'm going to agree with you is that the percentage of an increase from last year is very minimal. Uh Uh-huh. It's only gone up 50 bucks for each one. Right. So... So they're starting to listen to me, is my point. Well, either that or nobody knew about I didn't know about them. So oh, maybe, they knew maybe, about them. Well, They've been on that damn list for the last 10 years. You know what? Why you got to be like that? I don't know. That's you the know. Jamesons talking, Yeah, Chris. clearly. He's getting fighting mean mad. All right, listen. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. We'll agree to disagree here. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to listen to you. Sell. Anymore. Sell. Buy. Whose baby's that? I'll buy that. What's your angle? What's your angle? <laughs> X-Men 94. X-Men 94, listed at number 12, uh, now sells for $2,000. Last year it was fourteen twenty-five, up 40%. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. X-Men 94. I hate that book. X-Men 94, I'm comparing it to, historically speaking, yep. Spider-Man number one. Yep. Even though one removed. 
One removed in the sense that AF-15 is the giant size one, which right. we'll get to. Uh, and then X-Men 94 is the Spidey one. Right. But within the X-Men universe, there's that extra insert of the 181 Hulk, which is the most important character in the X-Men coming before Giant Size 1. So it's even another three-step... But but you're right. It's a three-step process. Not really, because Giant Size 1 still has characters that that were new to Giant Size 1. It does, but... I think the anchor was Wolverine. Well, I don't know it's about different. that. I don't it's know about that, that at the time. Okay. Anyways. Fair enough. That's my argument anyway. Okay. So that's a buy. For sure it's a buy. Um, what's interesting about that book, out of the three important X-Men books uh, being uh, Hulk 181. Yeah. We won't count 180, just like Hulk 181. Giant Size X-Men 1 and X-Men 94. X-Men 94 by far is the scarcest at the 9-8 grade. Right. Like almost a third less. Right. Or or over half of less. I remember 15 years ago, Uh X-Men 94 was outselling Giant Size X-Men 1 all the time. Right. Because people didn't even consider Giant Size X-Men number one as to be the, the true first appearance. They all, ah, it's a giant size, it doesn't count. Right, it was, exactly. It was, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's 94, 94. I remember thinking that way about AF-15. Like, ah, oh, why do I, it's not the Spidey run. I don't yeah. want it, you know what I mean? It's and, like, and, and all of a sudden now, giant size one is like, just leaps and bounds. Yeah, the book. Yeah, but rightfully so. As I agree, I, uh, I agree. But giant size X-Men one basically is the start of the team within the X-Men, but it, it's not even a number one. No. It, 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 you know, X-Men went to 65, the old team, and then that did crappy. So but, 66 uh, to 93 were reprints. But X-Men 94 is the jumping on point for a lot of people. So for a yes. lot of people, it really is number one. Yeah, I know. So, I know. But psychology of number ones is always there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that for a lot of people, they would probably prefer to have nine, X-Men 94 than, than, than an X-Men 1. Let me ask you a question. Iron Man 1 and Cap 100 yeah. at like a 9.2 or a 9.4. Iron Man 1 sells more than a Cap 100. Would that be the same if it was Cap 1 and Iron Man 100? Yeah, I suppose in that sense it's a good point. Yeah. yeah. What if it was Captain America number 1? Yeah, yeah. 68, yeah. you know? But but there already was a Captain America number 1. Oh, you got to throw that in my face. Just saying. There was. From 1945. 41. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to be like, see? I don't, I don't know. I just face. didn't want you to. I knew you were yeah. just testing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, hey, listen, let's have another hit of this James hey. right here. All right. Cheers. Cause, uh, cheers. Because we're getting to the nitty gritty, Chris. We're getting to the meat of the batting order. And uh, yep. I, I got to get my argument. We're on. getting into uh, number 11 here. And like I said, Jameson's feels arguments. <laughs> um. Amazing Spider-Man 1. What did we say about the one before? 94. Buy. It's a buy. buy that's a buy. buy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 129. Oh, buy all day long. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. That is, I think, the iconic Bronze Age book. I agree. More so than the 181. Yeah, I agree. The cover. Fantastic cover. Uh, embedded in the Spidey run. Yeah. Punisher is eternal. Oh, but it's not a number one, Walt. Come on. Why well, you gotta be like that? Hey, well, you just talk about how how iconic it is. Number ones. Here we are, a one one twenty nine. 
Okay, but it's the first villain appearance. All right, all right, I'm fine. just saying. I'm okay. saying it. It has, except for the number one factor, it has everything. Ah, in it. Okay, except maybe not. You know, a super famous iconic artist. You know, but well, John Romita, Romita Kane. Uh, they're you know what I mean. But there's no like, I don't know, uh, Starenko coming in. And I, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I, I think that. There's, there's, I, I, I think I, I would rather have a Romita cover. You know, than that. ever since that day that Mr. Romita forgot to draw you your sketch <laughs> when you were a kid had working to, the silver had to snail, mail it to me. It had no, and then he gave you the page. No, he didn't give me a. Page. No, I was, uh, that was uh, John. It was John. Was like, oh, he gave him he, the page. He, he didn't forget. John was working there at the time, uh-huh. and uh, he said, "Well, just what year was this, Chris? Like 1980." Four-ish. 1984, John Romita comes to the Silver Snail in Hamilton, Ontario. And my friend John, we won't say... And, we, we, and young Chris. We won't name names. Uh-huh. My friend John was working there at the time. I was helping out, but I was yeah. more of a lackey. Uh-huh. And John John Romita was doing sketches for people for next to nothing. Yeah. You know, and uh, so John, working at the store, had wanted to get a sketch, but... Couldn't didn't have the, he said I don't have time to give you one right now so uh-huh. instead he gave him a full page from Spider Man in what issue I from one nineteen the Hulk issue oh yeah that's right cripe almighty so uh, how many thousands of dollars is I that told, worth I, I offered John twenty eight bucks for that <laughs> he said no <laughs> he, he had a twenty eight dollar graphic novel one day go well, John just trade for the yeah script. sure yeah he said no Amazing Spider Man one twenty nine. Amazing 129. Amazing Buy 129. All day long. All day. All day long. All day. Yeah. Um, Chris, it delivers everything. Yep. Iconic character, major, major first appearance, uh, iconic cover, probably the most iconic Bronze Age key to me. It's probably the most iconic Spider Man Bronze Age cover, for sure. I think it's the most iconic Bronze Age Marvel. You think I, I think it outdoes in terms of iconic 181 and giant size one. I oh, think interesting. I All right, think. but All right. Um, a and you know embedded in the Spidey run. Yeah, you know uh, who, who, who I think Gil Kane did the art for that uh, or Ramita? Was it Ramita so or Ramita did the art? Maybe uh, Ramita. I don't remember. Art, I yeah, okay, but, but maybe it was a mix. Could have been. But um, fantastic art team. You know, I mean, the art, like, the cover is iconic. Yeah. What? Remember what the, uh, that cover sold, or was it? No, no. Was that cover uh, discovered to be a forgery? Remember about yeah, a year or years two ago? ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they go, oh, the cover to 129 Spidey has yeah. been found. Yeah. And, and uh, it was going to go to market. And then, and it was did for, it ever go to market? I don't think so, no. I think it was found, something to be wrong if with If anybody it. remembers, please add in the comments yeah. field. Was that? I think. Then I heard that it was proved to be a forgery. A forgery. Yeah, I think you're right. Can you imagine now, Chris? Like you know, uh, they're forging Picassos and, and, yeah. and Renoirs and, and Monets, and, and now they're doing it now with... they're forging Romitas. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a compliment for Romita, oh, right? Absolutely, it's just a bit of a compliment for comic book art. Yeah, say, no kidding. Right? Eh? Yeah, I mean, come on, you're not going to forge something that's worth. You know, Ten bucks, twenty bucks, or even a thousand bucks. Yeah. You know? Well, I wonder how much the very first original dogs playing poker is worth. <laughs> I have a print of those. Yeah, see yeah. a print. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that maybe one day I'll get them signed by the dogs. Oh, nice. 
I like that. Listen, um, uh, okay, one twenty nine. Buy all day long. Buy all day long. No brainer. I think it has it listed at twenty five hundred bucks for a near mint price. Good luck if you can yeah, get good luck that. if you can get that for twenty five hundred bucks. Buy, 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 buy. All right, listen. Uh, next one we got is Werewolf by Night thirty two. Yeah, we talked about that one. Werewolf by Night thirty two. Um, first Moon Night. First Moon Night. I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what you're thinking. Moon Knight to me is just one more. I gotta be careful how I say this. <laughs> it's another superhero in Leotards. There's been a million of yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Out of the two, out of, out of kind of like Blade and Moon Knight. Yeah. I kind of like the freshness of Blade the Vampire Slayer better. Yeah, I know it's know, limited like, in its in its usability. I mean, Mar- really, Moon Knight was kind of like a uh, the poor man's Batman. Yeah, Batman right? slash Daredevil slash right. Uh, I don't like know it what. was because yeah. he was still like a rich Mark Specter was yeah. a rich playboy yeah. and yeah, yeah. A, a good character. But I mean, hey, hey, who knows? But it's we've been there before. Yeah, we've been there. Uh, you know, obviously done really well and, and, yeah. and new things added and and. Uh, but yeah, I kind of like the freshness of the Blade character. I agree. Just because it's so left fieldy. Yep. Um, and just so I don't know. Uh, no, I agree. But hey, you cannot deny Moon Knight. Um, no. Uh, Moon Knight. TV, there's a TV series coming out, and, and it's one of those uh, generational. I don't want to say disconnects because I'm connected to Moon Knight, but it's one of those things where, where. You know the shadow, then the Batman, and then Moon Knight. Like, like you know, why are you and I poo pooing what a thirty-year-old wants in their superhero? But, but you know what's funny is, but Moon Knight came out in the seventies, yeah, right? yeah. And I didn't really, I never. I mean, I was around when Moon Knight was being printed, yeah, for the first run, and I still didn't connect with Moon Knight, right. Right. Okay, but maybe uh, a, a kid born, you know, in 1985 is connecting. With oh, Moon I see what you're saying. You know what I yeah, mean? maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah don't I don't know. Right. So it's uh, it's it's always been one of those comics that never seems to have been able to find its place. Yeah, like it's and it, I think that uh, that is a testament to it kind of being a same old in a way. Well, I know that they, you know, they've tried to revamp it a few times. They did the whole, then they did, they came out with Moon Knight Fist of Khonshu, who became the, he was, you know, part of the moon god and all that. Yeah. And then more recently, it was, became like Moon Knight had like a personality disorder type thing. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's still finding its stride. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it will, but I think it's going to, it's going to be a while before it gets there. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Uh, he's a major Marvel creation post Bronze Age. Yep. Um, the future looks bright for that kind of stuff. Yep. I would not bet against that book, even though per se I'm not a big fan of it. I would say it's a buy. Right. I agree. I agree. I yeah. agree. Uh, then we've got uh, Green Lantern seventy six. I forget who it was that yelled at me on that. It was what? a commenter. Commented you about yelling at you for the Green Lantern seventy six. Oh, my stance on it. What's your stance on it? Well, I don't want to say because he might get mad. Oh well, you know what? It's fine. They're allowed to get mad. I'm You're sure, absolutely right. I'm sure I've said things. That, that, that's a sell. That's a sell. It's a sell. Green what? Lantern seventy six is a, a, a legacy value book, just like a couple of the other ones that Romance won, the Whitman won. Green Lantern seventy six accrued all that. 
street cred collecting value in a bygone era yeah. that's come and gone. Yeah, I agree. And uh, it's holding its value through tradition, through through custom, yeah. through inertia, through whatever. I don't think – like, for example, you're telling me that's placed higher than a Spidey 129? Well, this is the thing, right? You know? I, I agree. Or you're telling me that that's placed higher than even a Tomb of 10, right? You yeah. Know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean – Good book, great cover. Neil Adams. It's kind of the start of a cool, you know, new direction. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. Right. I wouldn't buy it now. I, yeah. If I had the money, I'd be buying like the Werewolf by Night or the One Twenty Nine. That's a sell. I'm saying it's a sell. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Uh, here's an interesting one that uh, I was not expecting to see on the list, um, and that's Scooby Doo number one. That's a buy all day long. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Part of that is scarcity. Yes, I know, but still, it's still, I mean, you can have a... But it's true scarcity. It's not some stupid ass, oh, this one's 35 cents (laughs) and that one's 30 cents. Uh, Can't you tell? I agree. I agree. Um, I I think it's great. I love to see the fact that Scooby-Doo is still on the list. Yeah. I'm just surprised to see it there. Yeah, I think think it's a testament uh, to Scooby as a character being able to... Jump generation to generation in its fandom, so it, it garners new fans. Yep. Every new wave of, of kids. Yep. Uh, see uh, the the product, the product, the, the title, the name. What do you call that thing? The, the intellectual property that is yep. Scooby Doo seems to transcend uh, one or two generations. Yep, I agree. Uh, and is able to survive into the third. Because that's what he is into now. He's into the third, right? Yeah, or maybe think, fourth. Well, think 10-year-old in 1970 at 30 years old. He's having kids. Ah, into the third. Well, it's, it's, it's 2021. That's 50 years ago. I know, but that's 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 their kids and their kids. All right. So it's into the third. All right. But the kids are too young, so it's definitely survived one. Yes. One. Um, so a 30-year-old... I guess in 1990, having kids would have been a Scooby-Doo as a, a fan as a 10-year-old. And their kids now would be 30, and they may have five, six, seven-year-old yeah, kids yeah. that are Scooby-Doo fans. So he's now in the middle of the third generation, and, and it looks like it's working. Yeah, still going. Uh, still a strong property. Yep. Still a very respected kind of fun property. It's funny how that can, can keep going as, as opposed to like Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, Uncle right? Scrooge, you know, yeah. Or, just, like you and I have argued on this show a million times, Flintstones. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, uh, give me the Flintstones any day over Scooby-Doo. Sure. Scooby-Doo was pretty one-dimensional in, in its approach with the, with the, with the cartoons. Yeah. Uh, very simple, kind of formulatic, whereas, you know, Flintstones was off the charts in originality and sure. writing and, 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 and everything, scripting. Well, Fl- and, and, and Flintstones was the Simpsons of its time. Yeah, and right? I think so. the acting was top-notch in the Ab- Flintstones. Absolutely. Ab- 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 fantastic yeah. acting. Absolutely. That Barney Rubble. I uh, never got an Emmy. No, I don't know. What a rip-off that know. was. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, that's a buy. Uh, next one is not a surprise. Uh, Marvel Spotlight 5. Yeah, but I don't know, Chris. That, I think, uh, the part of that is scarcity. Okay, Ghost Rider, yep. Blade, Punisher, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. 
those are all behind it because the Hulk is in front of it. Yeah. But those are all behind it in terms of uh, value. I think a lot of that value from Spotlight 5 comes from uh, the scarcity at 9.2. It's tougher at 9.2 than black, the other ones. Uh, black border yeah. cover. Uh, or even like Luke Cage yeah. is uh, below it. Um, yeah. Like, so so when like, you get... like, 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 you know, what's the guy's name? Spotlight 5? Uh, Ghost Rider. Thank you. Ghost Rider. Like, okay, so so a Ghost Rider, a Spotlight 5 and a 4.0, uh-huh. let's say, um, what's that price compared to a uh, a Werewolf by Night 32 and a 4.0? Yeah, I don't know. Right? I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. Um, if only great, I had a price guide close by. I know, eh? Yeah. Great book. Yeah. How much leafing through that is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, I'm wondering if, like, say the young crowd, because you know when you leaf through like a phone book or leaf through yeah, a price guide, yeah. you got to go alphabetical. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. Have to do. I wonder if they have that skill to go alphabetical. Well, you know what I mean to go. Like, when do they ever use that? I don't know. They just type it in on their phone. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Like you know to go SC. You know, it comes after SA. It yeah. Comes before heaven, S- for, heaven forbid there would be a, a number in there at the beginning. Oh too. my goodness, that'd be crazy. What do you do then? I don't know. I don't um, know. So anyway, uh, uh, or if there's a hyphen, yeah, Ooh. yeah, hyphen. All right, the dreaded hyphen. The dreaded hyphen. All right, um, here's one. That, here's so next. hold on, hold, oh, where were we? Then we were done with Spotlight Five. No, we're not. We oh. haven't made a call yet. Oh, sorry. Um, it sounds like you're poo-pooing it. I think Spotlight Five. Well, one just sold for two hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars. No, it's crazy. I think there's only four of them. Yeah, it's crazy. Can you believe that? Like there are two hundred ish, nine point eight giant size ones. Yeah. And they go for like forty five thousand dollars in nine yeah. eight. There's four yeah, spotlight fives at nine eight. One sold for two hundred and sixty four thousand dollars. Crazy. A direct correlation to the scarcity of grade. Yep, absolutely. But not necessarily a correlation to the weight of the character introduced. Not even a little. Because that character even was a derivative of the old Western Ghost Riders. Right. Went from a horse to a bike. Yep. Da da da. Yeah, uh, but went I mean, from a mask to a flaming skull. <laughs> you know, small little changes. Small like changes. Yeah. Small changes. But, um, but it's all about scarcity. Yeah, right. It's all about scarcity. Still a major Marvel key at a nine two. What's the value of that at a nine two? Uh, where do we go? Four thousand dollars. That's a buy at that. Yeah. Um, I think. I think the plus side. The market seems to be hot for it, and the plus side is. I think the character is ready for some sort of resurrection in the MCU. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. So, uh, I begrudgingly will call that a buy. I, I will also say that's a buy. Now, here's a here's a sell all day long to me. And I, I for those of you who are fans out there, I apologize. Cerebus number one. Oof. Cerebus number one is uh, tied with Marvel Spotlight 5 mm-hmm. at $4,000. Yeah. I'm going to say sell as well. I'm going to say... Um, Unlike Scooby Doo, unlike even Bone, yeah, um, Cerebus Aardvark hasn't really translated. No, um, ha- hasn't kind of the character itself. You know, like 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 Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Like they're strong characters, and they're like like Dave Sim. Didn't really do anything. It was, you know, I think that money was two reasons. It was kind of like a showcase for, in a way. What do you mean? In a sense that it was a symbolic 
value. It was value. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was value because it was scarce. Yeah. But then it was also value as that key independent press comic. Yeah, yeah. Right? That launched, not launched, because there were other stuff going on before, sure. but that was kind of like the symbolic success of indie comics yep. uh, for all the ones just before it and all the ones that came after it. Yep. Um, and, you know, it had that 300-issue run. Um, but it just doesn't seem to have legs. No, I agree. You know? I agree. So, And I don't like symbolism for value. I don't like the no. symbolism of... You know what? I don't like the symbolism of that because, woo, you know, it showed that indies can do well. I don't like the symbolism of the Showcase 4 for value. Oh, you know, because we're rehashing the old yeah, thing. Yeah, I agree. I even don't like the symbolism of Action 1 being worth more than Detective 27 because it launches the superhero genre. Right. I still like the character better in Tech 27. Yeah. And given that... the Scarcity is roughly the same, yeah. And we each have one copy of nine two available for yeah. both. I would pay more for the bat. I agree. I would too. Right. I agree. Okay. Uh, so that's sell all day that's long. Sell. House of Secrets number ninety two. Sell. First swamp thing, of course. Um, no, no comment about that. Just sell. Ah, no, like, it's a hard thing to say sell because I want to say buy. I want to say buy because it. I'm going to say bye. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it belongs. I don't think it belongs ahead of 129 Spidey. I don't think it belongs ahead of even a Spotlight 5, Tell yep. the Truth, or a Blade. T- but what it does deliver, like the other ones do, yep. top-notch creator, artist, yep. Yep. Bernie Wrightson. Like yep. Apex uh, 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 Horror Bronze Age, yep. the number one artist yep. uh, of that genre, right? Um Major first appearance. Yeah. Um, absolute iconic cover. Oh, absolutely. Like been, off the charts yeah. iconic cover. Yeah, it's been, it's been homaged many right. times. a billion times. Yeah. So you have all the check marks. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily in a Batman or a Spider-Man uh, title, but House of Secrets is a half decent. You know, what makes House of Secrets collectible as a title, it's splintered. You can only collect House of Secrets by era. You oh yeah, collect, I don't know anybody that collects the House of Secrets run, but I know tons of people that collect from you know seventy four. Is it on? From sure, the era yeah. on all uh, those horror. I, I mean, I have a couple of the early, early yeah, ones. Who cares about? Care, they're terrible. Right. Or people are collecting, you know, the number one, three, six, you know, those yeah, kind yeah, of horror, you know, like sci-fi, whatever the hell they were before that. Right? Yeah, yeah. But nobody collects the run right through. No, why would they're you? They're collecting all those cool early seventies. Yeah, absolutely uh, iconic. Rights and Kaluda covers, yeah, right? Those, those in the House of Mystery. When in they, the House yeah, of the same yeah, thing, right? Yeah. So, uh, oh, I don't know, Chris. That's so tough. I, I like it on that list. I really do. I just wish it was about 10 places lower. Below, yeah, I know. I, I, a couple of the big Marvel books should be above it. But, but it's, I, the problem is, it's, I think that this one has the same issue as the Spotlight 5 that has the Hero of Fire. It's the dark book. Scarcity. Scarcity yeah. in that grade. At a 9-2 grade, that's a buy. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's a buy in general. You I think, think so? I think, uh, remember, out of the DCs, I like uh, the true first appearances. Yes, I, I hate I the agree. rehash. I agree. All right. And like I said, it brings all those other... All right, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you, I heard you the first time. All right. Uh, Iron Fist number 14, 35 price variant. 35 See, cent price variant. I'm going to save my energy 
for the f- number one okay. book on the list. Yeah. So I'm just going to say sell. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's a price variant. It's yeah. Giant size X Men number one is at number three. Well, at that price, it's a buy all day long. Well, yeah, but you're not going to find it for five thousand dollars. Not a nine two. Yeah, not a nine two. Uh, still, um, you know, even at whatever the current rate is, let's say. I think the book's given back a little bit from uh, a few months. I think high. it has, yeah. Um, so still a good buy. Yep. Um, it's uh, I, hold on though. Hold. What, what are you holding hold on for? Hold on. What? The craziness of this whole thing is this. What's that? As much as you and I think we're of the modern times. <laughs> yes. As much as you and I think we're hip and in the now. Yeah. The uh, uh, Iceman and the Cyclops and the Beast and all those first X-Men. Yeah. We're going, wow. They've given way to X-Men 94 X-Men of, of Wolverine and Storm and this and right, that. Right, and Yada, yada, da. Yeah, yeah. But that now, to these guys, is like... Uh, my point, my point is that's 20 years removed from the first sure, movie. Sure, The next one may be the Bishop blah, blah, yeah, blah, might be, yeah. and Gambit it, it and might blah, be. blah, blah. They may be the Cyclops. It, it might be X-Men 271 or that's whatever right. that issue they, is. These guys could be the new Cyclops sure, and Beast sure. and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, that's granddad's or dad's X-Men. Right. So well, that might be twenty years from now. It might be two years from now, Chris. You never, yeah, you're well, right. Well, Marvel's in the middle of the new X Men thing. It might be two years. It from might now. be. So are you saying, that's my point. Okay, but what is? I don't your know point? what my point is. Are you, are you saying don't buy it at that price? I'm not sure what I'm saying. Oh my goodness, this is what I have to put up with. I'm why, saying, why, you know, I, I understand why I'm here, but sometimes I don't understand why our <laughs> audience is here. That's right. Listen, you know what? COVID, that's COVID saved us. COVID, fair um, enough. What I'm saying is... I get what you're saying. I, long term. Right. Is that book going to be... Well, then again, X-Men we used 1. To, we used to say that about X-Men, Spidey 1 and yeah. X-Men 1 long X-Men term. X-Men 1 is still huge. We used to say that about all those books. Yeah, right? okay, okay. Yeah, that's a go. Okay. That's a buy. Incredible Hulk 181. Buy all day long. Eight thousand dollars for what is this? A nine zero? Nine two? Nine two? You can find it for eight. For, if you can find yeah, you a nine two, find eight. it for close. No. no. Yeah. No way. Nine ten. Maybe. Yeah, I think they come down a bit. Have they? Yeah. All right. But it's the first appearance of Wolverine. I think Wolverine historically has um, the last of the great great. Marvel characters to be to come in sequence, like of the big iconic characters. Name me a, a, an iconic character s- since 1974 that's bigger than Wolverine. That's bigger. Yeah. I don't know of any. I don't know of many characters that are bigger from before 74. Right. So I mean, he's huge. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, the only so, one that would come close would be De- Deadpool. Yeah. But right or okay. Venom, yeah, Deadpool, Venom, sure. Those right. are two great examples, right? But I think Wolverine trumps both of them. 
Uh, but I, I would say Wolverine's probably, you know, aside from Spider-Man and the Hulk, maybe, he might be the most... most yeah, yeah he, he, he's better than the FF. You know? Right now he is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what I'm saying is he's such a pivotal Marvel character. It's just you, you can't lose with, no. with, with uh, I agree. Hulk 181. You have to buy. 181 Hulk is a buy anywhere close to guide value. Yeah. Okay, and finally, the last one we have here is the one... I hold in my hand the last... You are not going to like this one. Because this is Star Wars number one with the 35-cent price variant. Oh, that's my bane of my existence. $12,500. Last year was 12000 So the only difference is that, again, that price variant on the cover. Right. The whole book itself is the same. Same thing with the uh, Sabretooth 14... Iron Fist 14, same thing with Star Wars 2, 3, and 4, same yep. thing with da-da-da-da. Um, so now just... I never liked this book, Chris. I never I liked know, it. I, 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 I don't like the value given to it just because it's a price variant. Okay, so just just so the audience knows what we're talking about here. Yep. The, the variant is $12,500. The regular one is $300. So the yeah. regular book is three hundred bucks yeah. in, in in that near mint nine point two. Right. So that's really what we should be talking about here. Yeah. But it's not because it's the variant. Yeah. So it's still You're an important 40 book. T- Forty times the value. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I don't like the book. I don't like the book. But the problem is, you and I gotta. It's still scarce. Yeah. Will will. Will the demand still be there for that book? So, first of all, okay, let's talk Star Wars per se. Star Wars per se is not going away anywhere. Not going away anywhere. Nope. Star Wars is too many billions, hundreds of billions to be made from Star Wars in the next 20 years for Star Wars to go anywhere. Yep. So Star Wars is there. Yep. Uh, Then you have that number one issue of Star Wars comic book that is going to be the most coveted of all of them. Um, and then you have the scarce version of it, uh, right? Which is this thirty-five center, right? So I have a feeling that demand will always be there. I agree because there's always going to be somebody who out there who wants to have a complete, complete collection, or just wants to speculate on it, knowing that it's uh, a rare book. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like it, but it I is don't what like it. Is. it. I, I I would sell my copy if I'm giving advice to somebody. I would say that the market probably will look at it favorably. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've learned from that book. Uh, it looks like the stupid price increases kind of have waned over a little while, but yep. they've already done them. Uh, yep. But that's not to say that it won't have strong, you know, double-digit 8%, 12% price increases from here on in. I don't know. Um, I yeah, At, the, at be, those prices, I would rather take sell that book and buy three of the other books. Three of the other keys, list. yeah. Yeah, for me it's a sell. Yeah, for me too. Okay. All, All right, right. Listen, I hope you enjoy the show. So uh, now go off and take our advice and spend lots of money on spend comics. Spend lots of money on comics, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, see everyone next week. Have yourself a great day.